1: No purchase necessary Voidware prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply See website for details
2: Hey Cobbers From the land down under This is the Cricket Badger Big Bash daily podcast Whether you're with the strikers, the stars or the sixes You might be a renegade Enjoy the heat, love the thunder Like a scorcher or prefer hurricanes Brought to you in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk Tie your kangaroo down Put another shrimp on the barbie and enjoy the fun it's going to be a ripper. Big Bash 10.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's another edition of the Big Bash Daily. I'm James Butler, the Cricket Badger. Thank you very much indeed to bluecrocodile.co.uk. Snapping up the right mortgages for you. Give them a follow on Twitter at Blue crock money we've just had the table top in clash in bbl 10 it's just finished on the screen in front of me the sydney sixers have just won that game quite comfortably in the end rain reduced game over there in australia they won by six wickets with eight balls remaining on duckworth lewis 132 for five they made in 12.4 overs 166 for six was the Sydney Thunder score. To talk about all of that and more, I'm joined by Ash Turner and Sam Darling. And Sam, City Sixers, top of the table prior to uh, this game today. They just extend their lead now at the top, and they're looking very, very good in this competition.
2: Yeah, of course. And reigning champions, it's looking ominous, isn't it, for the rest of them? I mean, they were helped. You never quite know the weather shortens the, the chase down, which probably makes it a little bit more simple in T20. But they were dominant from the off. I know they ended up losing five wickets, but from about the second over, they were on top. And they're going to be a, a bit of a juggernaut to catch now. Six clear.
1: Just trying to work out. They've not got quite enough points yet on the board to mathematically qualify for the playoffs. But effectively, they have already, I think. They've got now... 29 points from 10 games played. Four games still to play for them. Sydney Thunder stay on 23 points from 10 games played. So they've opened up a six-point gap at the top of the big bash table. Six points sounds a lot, but obviously four for a win on each game. They can be caught, but we, we were just talking prior to pressing record there, Ash, about the playoff system. Five go through for the playoffs this time. And for Sydney Sixers now, it's all about trying to keep that top spot and making their playoff journey a little bit easier, isn't it?
0: Yes, definitely. I think the Sixers now must be thinking that there's just a couple of good results away from securing that spot into the knockout stages whereby they only have to win one game to make the final. And I guess the Thunder will be a little bit disappointed they couldn't come away with something today for the exact same reasons. I think they're now in a little bit of a battle to get into that that match. And... The rest of the teams then you would probably say are all other than the Renegades still in a battle to make it through to the knockouts.
1: And Sam, I mean, Sydney Thunder, they've obviously lost today, rain-reduced game. Alex Hales had a really nice innings for them at the top of the order, 54 from 33 from him. Daniel Sam's then further down, 50 not out. But they were looking elsewhere, weren't they, for some support for those two and there wasn't really much to come. No, and they lost
2: wickets in clusters, didn't they? Usman, Kawaja and Callum Ferguson fell within a couple of runs of each other. And then, you know, Hales was... Well, he was looking magnificent, but he and Sam Billings, who had a good knock in the, in the last game, but they probably wanted a bit more from him today. And yeah, they stuttered a bit. And, and Sam's did really well at the end to rebuild with Nathan McAndrew. But yeah, that's that top order, like Kowaja Ferguson, Billings, Ross, you probably want one of them to, to get a few more rather than leaving it to the number six, seven.
1: I mean, you were telling me um, on the WhatsApp group and telling everybody else how much of a, a best mate Josh Felipe is for you as well, Sam.
2: Well, I mean, I mean that's selling me out a little bit there, I think, James, but I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. So Josh did play over, he played some club cricket in Taunton um, a couple of years ago and he was, I mean, I'm not a first team cricketer at all, so didn't play with him, but he was magnificent and it's brilliant to see him going from strength to strength. Everyone says what a, a lovely years, I think he then went and played in Newcastle and was maybe one of the leading run scorers last year. I think he got ninety five in the final. Was had a go in the Australia squad. Has had a bit of an IPL dig. So I think he's well. I'd say one to keep an eye on. But I mean, people's eyes are firmly on him already.
1: It's interesting, isn't it, how, Ash, so you can get these players from different countries. Obviously, we're all three of us uh, are sitting in England at the moment, and Josh Felipe's been on our radar even for, for some time, played in the IPL, etc. And yet to really crack into that Australian side, it's only a matter of time, surely.
0: Yeah, you can't imagine it's going to be long until Felipe gets himself a spot in that Australian side. I guess the debate is whether he goes in and, as a wicket-keeper batsman or whether he goes in as purely a batsman, really. He's had little chances and not quite taken off in the IPL and the Aussie team yet but I think it's just a matter of time he's such a good batsman he seems to do well in various different conditions and under different circumstances and stages of the game so he's clearly got a great future and I think sadly for England fans he might be one that um, ends up causing us a bit of pain
1: In changing times like these make a change yourself buy your own home Still living with parents or renting? Why not buy your first property? Mortgage rates are lower than ever. Speak to Blue Crocodile. Blue Crocodile? Yeah, Blue Crocodile. They'll get you the right first time by a deal by searching the market for the most competitive option for you. They don't bite. They're just straight-talking people like me. Give them a bell or go online. Blue Crocodile. Just Felipe really today. He was out right uh, towards the end, though. He nearly saw it home. For the Sixers, 64 from him today. 36 balls, seven fours, and two sixes for Josh Felipe. Next high score, his opening partner, um, Justin Avendano made 17 from 10. And then it was really just a flurry of wickets towards the end as they try to gain momentum to get to that winning total. Two for twenty-five for Daniel Samuels, who's had a very good day today. And both Alex Hales, um, Sam and Daniel Sams, bit and just really that they've ended up on the losing side today because Sams has had a very good all-round game and Hales batted nicely.
2: Yeah, they were really impressive, weren't they? That's the nature of T20. It was good to see Daniel Sams back in. They, they missed him when they lost to your boys, I think, the Scorchers the other day. He'd been, he was out of a kind of concussion-based injury, um, but he came back and, and did really well. I was slightly surprised Brendan Doggett didn't play. I know Sams was coming back, but I think he picked up four wickets in the last game, so you don't don't tend to to do that very often in T20. But yeah, I mean Hales, I don't think he was your bet for the top run scorer and he just continues to impress. I know social media is awash with the debate over him returning to the England side, but maybe that's a one we've done and put to bed on here. But yeah, it's just the nature of
1: T20. I would just bring it up very quickly. It, it's going to be a case, isn't it, that there's going to be a lot of people out there with Alex Hales. There's a, there's a lot that's gone on behind the scenes that, you know, even that we, we don't know about. But for the, for the average Joe in the street, they see Alex Hales, leading run scorer in the Big Bash League, one of the major T20 competitions in the world. He was a member of the Knots team that won the, T20 Blast that last year, he's wanted by pretty much all of the franchises around the world in all the different competitions, only the IPL really don't seem to to take Alex Hales at the moment and that might change in the upcoming auction. It's an obvious question, surely, for for the average man in the street. Why are England not looking at him? It's, it's a bizarre one, Ash, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it, it's definitely bizarre. I think to any Tom, Dick and Harry out there, you look at right it and you go, well, Alex Hales has to be in the team. Even with Roy finding a bit of form yesterday. In the last couple of days,
2: you're
0: still looking at it and going, Alex Hales is one of England's two best white ball batsmen, opening batsmen. He's got to be in there. So it's obviously a decision from Morgan and the senior staff at England. It comes across as there might be more to it than simply the, the drugs issue. It might be that he's broken trust in other ways with a Bristol incident and such. So it's a hard one. I think should he get an IPL contract, which you'd hope he would, Although I saw someone suggest Calcutta night riders earlier, which I don't see happening with Morgan as captain.
1: Um, (laughs) That would be strange If If that that, that happens (laughs) That would be very bizarre Wouldn't it? (laughs) One of the most bizarre
0: moves I think I'd ever see In franchise cricket But you never know I guess His only hope is That he gets in the IPL And literally has to be The top scorer in the IPL I think To to get past them Trust issues it seems
1: Sam I mean From from Hales' point of view He's doing all he can do Isn't he? I've not spoken to him I think the last time I spoke to him Was about 10 years ago You'd imagine he still Harbours aspirations To play for England Most cricketers do English cricketers, obviously. All he can do is go to the Big Bash, go to other tournaments, play in the T20 Blast and and smack bowling attacks around. And that's what he's doing, isn't it?
2: Well, oh, exactly right. He's letting his cricket do his talking. I was having, a, I had to think about it earlier and was having a look. I don't remember hearing much from him in terms of interviews or anything like that recently, and I, or even the last year or two uh, since the World Cup. So I think that that could well be a conscious decision to just stand back and say, "Well, look, I'm going to score run after run, and it's up to you if you're going to pick me or not." It's, it's, so I, I quite like the tactic, isn't it? It lets everyone else do his talking for him. That the, all this debate that we're all having—it's um, just—it's it's how far. Is what this kind of moral arbitrage? You know, at what point do past transgressions do you move past them? I know there's cr- arguments with cricket that. They spend so much time with each other. It's not quite like football. So I don't know. But yeah, if he gets an IPL gig and goes and scores runs there, that's all he can do really. And the pressure will just keep mounting.
1: For me, surely the way of the world is regardless of what you've done within reason. Ultimately, you've got to be forgiven and given another chance at some stage. But uh, he's getting older. He's still scoring loads of runs. He made 54 today from 33 balls. 50 not out for Daniel Sams. 166 for six. Not quite enough though for the Sydney Thunder. Three for 15. Stephen O'Keefe, who he's having a terrific big bash, the uh, spinner, and then 64 for Josh Felipe, led the Sixers across the winning line. Two for 25, the best of the bowling. Again, for Daniel Sam. So the Sixers pick up the points today. They are top of the Big Bash table. 29 points from 10 games. The Thunder, 23 from 10. And then the next in the competition, the mighty Perth Scorchers. They're on 20 points. Played a game less as well. They get all four points from that. They could even creep up to second. My team, the Scorchers, they're coming at the right time. The uh, boys in orange. Adelaide Strikers are on 20 after 10. Hobart Hurricanes, 19 after 10. And then the teams outside of the playoff places at the moment. They've all played a game less than the Adelaide Strikers and the Hobart Hurricanes. The Heat are on 16, the Stars are on 16, and the Renegades are on 9. BlueCrocodile.co.uk. Sort your mortgage in a snap. Are you a first-time buyer with your eyes on that dream house? Are you wanting to move or looking for a better mortgage deal? Let Blue Crocodile find the right mortgage for you. 10% deposit mortgages are returning. If you need to know how much you can afford to borrow, just visit bluecrocodile.co.uk. Let's have a look at our bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's match then. Just gone through the runners and riders there. Ash, who's your pick? Oh,
0: it's a it's a difficult one. Hales and Sams, I'm ruling out because they're on the losing side. So it's between O'Keefe and Felipe. As a batsman, well, attempting attempted batsman myself, I'm going to bat the batsman today. I'm going to go with Felipe because I just love watching him bat. I think he's a great talent. And it needed someone to be there for the vast majority of that chase. And he was there and he did it well.
1: For just a split second there, I thought you were actually going to nominate yourself. But uh, you're going to go with Josh Felipe. Um, What about you? Uh, You're going to go with your mate, Sam? No, actually. I think, as Ash says, it's one of the... It's probably the most difficult one to look at.
2: There's, There's four standout candidates. I'm going to go a bit left field. I know we're not meant to do it. But I'm going to give it to someone on the losing side and go for Daniel Sams. Because actually he is the big reason there was even really a game on it that 50 not out at the end made it a bit of a chase and then he bowled the first over I think and he only went for about 7 up top so it's not necessarily his fault that his teammates weren't able to keep his side in the hunt by the time he came back towards the death so I'm going to give it to Daniel Sams maybe that's overly generous but there we go it's Ooh,
1: done I tell you what you've given me a bit of a headache today because as you say it's not the easiest of adjudications sometimes the matches rock up and it's an absolute it's a no brainer, isn't it? But today it's very difficult. I'm going to go against both of you. The overs bowled by Stephen O'Keefe were um, exceptional. Stephen O'Keefe, three for 15 from his four overs today. The man they called Sock, has uh, bowled really nicely today and I think was a big part of Sydney Six's success. So the blue crocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's match, Steve O'Keefe. Mortgages are simpler than you think when you have a crocodile on your side. Blue Crocodile making mortgages snappy and simple. Visit bluecrocodile.co.uk, follow them on Twitter at Blue Croc Money, or find them on Facebook. Blue Crocodile. We've gone through the table, but let's just go back into the playoffs because we're getting there now. We're not far away from getting to the stage where we're going to be talking about the playoff places. We've got group games still to come, but not that many. They're starting to dwindle with each team having four matches or five to play now in BBL 10. So over the next sort of 10 days, two weeks, we'll know who are in the playoffs and how they're going to line up. And obviously... The Big Bash have um, increased their playoff quota, five teams to qualify, but it is a massive advantage. We're talking about the two Sydney sides being in first and second. Perth, my team, knocking on the door as well to try and break into that top two. But the way the playoff's set up, if you are are not already aware, it's very much like the IPL, but they've added an extra team on. So there's a, a first eliminator where fourth plays fifth. The winner of that then goes into the uh, the next eliminator, I guess you'd call it, to play the team that finishes in third. And then the winner of that goes into the challenger to play the loser of first against second. So first against second get a massive, massive advantage here because they get one game to make the final. Whoever wins it goes straight through. The loser then plays the winners of third, fourth and fifth, whoever comes through that uh, malarkey. So to finish in the top two, Sam, is huge, isn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's massive. They play that qualifier game and you go straight into the final, which of course, every team will be looking to do. I I do wonder, you know, we talk so much about momentum in T20 cricket. So there's also an advantage, I suppose, if if you end up getting the fourth or fifth place side. Now you could argue that uh, in a tournament of, eight teams should a fifth place side be playing in the final after 14 games I don't know but for a fifth place side to get to the final they're going to have had to have won three straight so momentum is going to be very much in their favour so I don't know maybe that's an advantage in itself
1: how how do you see Ash I mean have, have they basically stretched it a little bit too far we're going through all of these group games and only three we're only losing three sides and then you get into the playoffs I often think this in the IPL you go through all of that rigmarole to get into those playoff positions and then one game in the playoffs and you're out
0: yeah I do think maybe having five teams in the playoffs is a a little bit of a stretch too far to be honest I think works better with just the four and going with the IPL style so that obviously the first and second team do get a big advantage you look at the fifth place team and as Sam's just said they've got to win three games there just to get to the final and let's be honest you're going to have to be either a very good team or a very lucky team to do that and so yeah personally I would keep it to four but I think it's going to be interesting I think the Sixers look like they're nailed on to take that top spot you then look and it's probably between the Scorcher and the Thunder for the other spot in the top two and then really it's anyone but the Renegades from there so it's it kept it interesting, but yeah, maybe for me, just a little bit of a step too far.
1: The way it's going to work is that the 4th against 5th will play each other on the 29th of January. The 3rd place team will then know their opposition. The 1st uh, against 2nd plays on the 30th of January, and the winner then just sits on the beach and goes uh, is through to the final. And then all of the other knockout stages, 31st of uh, January, 4th of February, 6th of February. So if, if you win the, the qualifier, 1st against 2nd, You've got a week off, basically, which I guess can be a good thing, but it also can be a bad thing. Sam, you know, all of these other teams are playing; they're obviously going to be still winning, to but uh, still being contention. So they're winning games and playing games and staying in the in the groove. The team that wins that uh, first against second match has a week to think about it. Could, it's danger that could go off the boil.
2: Yes, I I think so. It's a weird time to have a week off. You know, having been playing for six weeks straight, every couple of days, I personally wouldn't want that week off I don't know what it's hard to know what to do do you keep training do you try and step away from cricket I always feel over here in England we have the English playoff uh, football system where you can have a couple of weeks off and I'm not sure sitting in anticipation of a final without any actual cricket or sport to play is necessarily helpful. So yeah, I'm sure like it's a luxury, of course, to be in that final and and that would be the aim, but I would still prefer to be playing regular cricket. If it was just a couple of days later, I think it would be okay, but I would prefer to be out there playing games as much as possible if it was me.
1: It's interesting. When we we had the IPL dailies, we had the similar situation with the Mumbai Indians. They topped the group. They won the, the qualifier. They were in the final. We said on that, you know, they haven't played now for a long time. Is that a, is that a disadvantage? As it turned out, it wasn't, Ash, because a couple of their players who had a little bit of niggles managed to get fit for the final and they just went again and, and rose to the occasion and, and won won another title. I mean, there is kind of both sides of the equation, isn't it? It can work for you, I guess, it, or it cannot.
0: Yeah, it's either or, is it? It's really hard to say as well for a team. As you say, the Mumbai Indians, it helped them. You've got that time to get away from sort of the fatigue issues. You've got that time to rest. So you should come into the final nice and fresh. But then at the same time, you're losing a bit of that momentum, as we spoke about. And especially with how things are at the moment with COVID and the bubbles, you, you might find in some cases that players aren't happy for that week week off because it's just a week of sat in a hotel, sat in a bubble, just going out on the training pitch over and over again. So it's a real difficult one and I think it's sort of Exaggerated by COVID, by the fact they're in the bubbles, whether it's gonna help on fatigue or whether it's gonna hinder based on having a whole week, no no cricket to play.
1: That, that's a really good point Ashley just made there, Sam. I think the yeah, you, you could get that situation, couldn't you, where you've won that qualifier, you've got a week before the final, the coach says, Well played, Lance. You've got a couple of days off. Go out and enjoy yourself. We'll reconvene in, in three or four days' time, and then we'll look at the final seriously. But when you can't escape the hotel, sitting around the pool every day, you've been doing that for the last four weeks, haven't you? So there aren't too many upsides. In terms, in terms of the social side of that, are there?
2: No, that's uh, yeah, that's a really it really is a good point. That um, it's just I think it so much depends on on the individual characters of the team. It will suit personalities and and won't suit others. But yeah, if you can if you could go off and and do something completely different and have a bit of escapism. But actually, you can't do that this year. You're going to be sat around just kind of almost thinking about the final with the same. I, I don't know. It's a tough one. But as I said, it all, it comes down to individual characters and personalities. I'm sure whoever's there won't mind it too much, but it will be a bit, I'm sure time will pass quite slowly during
1: that week. Yeah, I mean, as you say, you've made, you've, you've finished top of the group. You've won that qualifier. Things aren't going too badly, are they? And you've got a final to look forward to. I think there's worse positions uh, to be in in the world. You could be uh, one of the Melbourne Renegades players for a start. Cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. my friends at manscaped.com help oh, you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, Get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, i feeling all good now down in this set. Oh, manscaped.com. Maximum skin safe performance. Compact design. Advanced engineering. Ceramic blade. Waterproof. And it doesn't end there. Show you care by caring for your pair. Cleansers. Revivers. Preservers. Simply go to manscaped.com quote the discount code badger you get 20 percent off you get free shipping and you get some seriously quality equipment manscape.com get on there now Looking at the big bash and how how the uh, IPLs worked in the past, finishing top of the ladder. Once you come to those playoffs, obviously you've got an advantage if you're higher up. But teams that finish first and second don't always win the trophy at the end of it. So it's almost like reset, reboot, restart, go again, lads. You're right. You've got yourselves in the playoffs. You know what you need to do now. Go again, Ash, and uh, and uh, let's get that trophy. And
0: yeah, you're gonna know what you need to do. You've got to the playoffs. It's almost basically another mini competition in itself. And so in the end of the day, I guess you could just say it, it all comes down as to being excuses for if you lose um, and you don't mind if you win. So it's always going to be a hard one, players, the knockout stages, but you know what's coming. So you've just got to best prepare yourselves and make sure you bring your best cricket at the key times and that's what the best players do.
1: I asked the uh, guys yesterday, could um, we've seen enough of this tournament now to know what these teams are about? I asked them uh, to tell me who they think's going to win the big bash after seeing the first nine or ten games now of each of these sides. Sam, who's where? where would your money go if I gave you a mythical tenner and you have to choose just one of these eight sides? Who would you go with? That's very
2: generous of you, James. I
1: think uh, mythical, right now, mythical, oh, mythical. I, I underline that. I was
2: going to say I didn't want to. I didn't want to make a comment, but you know, I think. Watching the Scorchers right now, it's hard to look past them. The Sixers, of course, have been there, done that. It's been impressive for a couple of years now, but the Scorchers are absolutely flying. That Roy Livingston combo up top, the the bowling attack looks perfectly balanced. I mean, you said it before the tournament started, James, and I think, you know, people laughed at you for a couple of games in, but right
1: now they look good. People have been laughing at me all of my life, Sam. All of my life. Ash, what about you? Who was your winner?
0: It's just so hard to look past the Sixers. If I If I had £10 to... Uh on a bet it, it'd have to be really the Sixers but I have to agree that there's no debating I think the top three currently are definitely the top three sides in the tournament or for the, if you include the Scorchers and I think those will be the three that make it down to the last three in the knockouts but I just think the Sixers have a habit of of, of winning games when they maybe shouldn't or when they're close and so yeah I'm back, I'd back the Sixers from here
1: well, Sydney Sixers top of the table. They are currently a uh, well, 70% win record so they're doing rather well in this big bash league and uh, be interesting to see how that goes over the next four or five games for each of these sides. Last question, you're two Englishmen sitting in England. Are you setting your alarm for 4.30 tomorrow, Ash?
0: I'm going to try to. I'm not, not sure how it'll go with a day of work ahead but I'll try my best.
1: And what about you, Sammy? Looking forward
2: to it? I am very much looking forward to the middle session, James. Yes, when I should be getting <laughs> up for about 7 o'clock for a nice little pre-work 7 till 9. I'm afraid I, you know I'd be a liar if I said I was even going to try I'm a morning person but not that early in the morning particularly with the darkness and cold that we have over here right now
1: well just to we warn you these big bash dailies usually come out as soon as I can straight after we've recorded them but I'll be a little bit later tomorrow because I'm commentating on the first day of Sri Lanka against England looking forward to that red ball test match cricket got all types of cricket all around the world at the moment and the big bash league keeping us entertained too so really looking forward to the next few weeks and that final test match between Australia and India as well still to come at the Gabba so plenty to to look forward to in terms of cricket world as a cricket badger that makes me purr if badgers purr with excitement Ash and Sam thank you for joining me today you're welcome James thank you Thanks,
2: Ash. cheers James cheers Sam
1: and thanks everybody as always for listening in your ever increasing numbers on these big bash dailies thanks to bluecrackdoll.co.uk for their support of these podcasts I've been James the cricket badger I'll see you again tomorrow
2: Big Bash 10. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast in association with Blue Crocodile.co.uk tomorrow. See you then.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.